The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Always great having Grant Fedoric from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. And we always say it's just going to be like a 10-minute conversation, and then it turns into a full half hour. I know. And the thing is, as people start to text in questions, yep. you don't want to ignore those, right? Mm. And the questions are still coming in, but regrettably, Grant has already left. So he'll be back. But it, it is a great suggestion. We mean it sincerely when we say, is there something you specifically want Grant to talk about? Let us uh, know. Let us know by email, and we'll certainly run it by Grant and see if that's uh, something he wants to talk We're thinking about, about talking shoulders next week, because I think... Yeah. That's another biggie for folks. I've had a thing happening for the last couple of days, not serious enough to go see Grant about, because I'm pretty sure I know the origin of it. Um, But you know our habit is to go to bed, watch a little TV, and then Mm -hmm. fall asleep. Whether it's, you know, everything that's been going on at the station. We've done a lot of double shifts here, or the festival, you know, just wrapped up. So I'm too tired to watch TV. I'm literally just, Carol, read your book. And I'm going to sleep, right? And I fall asleep with the light on and her reading next to me. And I wake up in the exact same position Mm -hmm. with a shoulder that is so (laughs) sore. And I think just I've been leaning on it the whole night or whatever. But it was so bad this morning that I thought I looked at my day planner to see if Grant was in. Because I thought I might (laughs) strip my shirt off and give him a go. But it, it sort of kind of, you know, healed itself by 2 o'clock. But I, at one point, honestly thought I might be having a stroke. Like my whole left side just felt so first painful, then numb that I thought, oh God, is this it? Like, it's, is this how it ends with, you know, three coffees I haven't gotten to yet in the front seat of my car, <laughs> swearing at a guy who doesn't know how to make a right-hand turn? Is that how this ends? But it's just, yeah, that you could get be old, any, right? That could be any day. I know, You know, I know. that, right? Like, it's not I, that any day that it could happen. I mean, right. any day that you have three coffees that are, are not finished I know. yet and you're swearing at someone. So I bet you this describes a lot of people uh, who are listening to us right now. I don't, at 58, feel old. I, in my mind, I'm not old at all. My body, however, is a different matter. And, and just sometimes some things that you wouldn't, like, you know, no kidding, putting your pants on and you're suddenly like, oh. Well, isn't that interesting, though? Because I think sooner or later, and I don't know what age it was for for, for you, Chedville, and, or for you specifically, Andrew, but all of a sudden, it was like one day. Yeah. Um, you couldn't walk as far. Your feet hurt more. Right. You uh, can't lift that quite as as much. Um, if you've gone out the night before, it's uh, takes a little longer the next day to feel a whole lot better, or maybe day. <laughs> you know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and and I think part of the reason is. We go through probably uh, highs and lows when it comes to exercising and taking care of ourselves, maybe through the 20s, 30s, even into the 40s. And for those folks that keep it up and are, are, are so committed to getting to the gym or doing their daily walk and eating properly, all that sort of stuff. But then you get to the point where it's like, ah, 
I'm okay like this, and he likes me like this, so why am I going to, like, you know, I know I should be, but, you know, maybe I'm just like, right? And then all that stuff adds up. Well, yes and no, I I agree completely with what you just said. The no part of it is this, that I, you you know, a few years ago, and and in the time that we've been together, we've talked on and off about dieting and doing some exercise and whatever. Um, So whatever the trip was that I was taking, oh, New Orleans, where I said to you and Morley, it's not a challenge, I'm not competing with you, but I'm going to lose. 25 pounds, right? And I ended up losing about 20 pounds. And I realize now um, how I lost it was much different than how I had approached it in the past. So in the past, I'd say, well, I'm hitting the gym and I'm really going to, you know, eat, watch what I eat. Like every factor that I could Uh think of was in play and I wasn't able to keep up with it all. And this last time, what I said was, look, I can do anything for a month. So I'm just going to, you know, eat sensibly more than once a day, mm-hmm. uh, measured uh, portions, uh, you know, not consider, well, it's protein, so I guess I can eat a pound of hamburger, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, or that a pizza has all the food groups, so it should be fine. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't cheat for a month. Yeah. But as far as physical activity goes, I didn't hit the gym yeah. once. Food is, is food was huge. so important. What I did do, though, is walk to go get the mail, as opposed to picking it up on my yeah. way home with the yeah. car. Um, or... You know, just stuff like that, where you just went, just a little more exercise today, just to get on your feet a little bit. And the results were phenomenal, which gave me, at my age, real, it just... It just really, uh, you know, made me feel good that it's still possible. Because like, that's why oh, the still, no it, part is where you decide that it's not possible anymore. Well, I didn't say that it wasn't possible. No, I don't. What I'm saying is is that you just, I think some people, you just go, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay yeah. like this. I'm okay carrying a couple, you know, 10, 20 pounds more than I should, um, you know. He still thinks I look good. He still thinks I'm sexy. So that's okay. Right? Yeah. Y- y- y'all want to, probably. <laughs> well, I still want to get hit on occasionally by a stranger, though. No. Really? I'm not saying it'll go anywhere. It won't. But I just, you know, <laughs> if somebody would show an interest in me who wasn't related to me or needed money, that'd be... Why do you need that? Uh, I don't know, because you just want to feel like you're still, uh, you know, got it. Don't you? That's just honest. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know why you would need that. I don't it's, need it. I like it. I, when the lady checking out of the Safeway uh, flirts with me. You go a little bit. Sure, yeah. makes me feel good. I mean, to me, it's the same as somebody saying, I listen to your show every day, or I caught your comedy show and I, I loved it. Mm, I think it's me, completely different. I think they're talking about your work and then they're talking about something personal about how you look. Yeah, well, to me, I like the odd compliment. And I don't think that's unusual, honestly, or wrong or needy i just doesn't everybody want to know you buy a new suit and you don't you want somebody to go hey that's a nice suit well there's a difference between saying hey that's a nice suit or you look nice in that suit and, and getting hit on well i guess i went all the way to hit on but i think anytime a girl talks to me she's slightly <laughs> flirting so that you, that could just be me it's probably just but a compliment you. from time to time a would compliment's be nice. lovely again there's a difference yeah. again I, I think it was just maybe Perhaps, the wrong uh, yeah, wording that's yeah. all no, I'm going to stick with, uh, I really would like for somebody to flirt with me at some point. Not you, obviously, uh, and no one here at work, but, uh, you know, somebody. That sounds desperate, and I'm not meaning for it to be. My wife gets hit on constantly. So maybe it's a competitive thing. I know what you're doing right now. I know what you're doing. You're just not talking so that I'll just keep going, and then I'll say something that I regret later. Well, that's not happening. It'd be nice if somebody went, how are you doing? That'd be great. And I'd take it from anybody, really. <laughs> oh, sure, male, female, I don't care. 
<laughs> not that desperate. I'm not desperate at all. It would just be nice. <laughs> Although these days you're not even sure if you're allowed to pay a compliment. I came home last night and my husband was standing there in a tuxedo. Mm. And you said? Wow. Like, wow. Right. Absolutely jaw-dropping. Wow. I've That's never seen him. About. Well, actually... He well, wasn't he... getting remarried, was he? No. No, okay. no, no. So he, he, we, he wore a tux when, he, when we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we bought a tux because we have a bunch of events that we have to go to where he's going to have to wear one. And he's just standing there like, wow. There is... Oh, mm-hmm. That was just... Uh, yeah. Really nice. Sure. So wouldn't it be nice for Coach if he walked into a formal setting, a banquet, a buffet, a fundraiser, a gala, and somebody went, wow, you look great tonight. Yeah, and I think that's fine. But if someone came up to him and says, hey, let's go to the coat check, I'd be like, I'm not sure about that one. Oh, is that what hitting on sounds like? Oh, I wasn't even. There's a difference between being complimented and being hit on. Oh, perhaps I've lowered the bar a little. I want somebody to notice me, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> Somebody says, hey, Andrew, you're hanging yourself. No, I'm not. I'm just honest. Who doesn't like a little attention, right? It doesn't matter what you do or Again, who you I are. think we're just, uh, we, we've confused words a little bit. And by we, you mean me? Yep. Okay. Fair. I think I told you the first time I saw you in a suit that you looked really nice in that suit. You did, but that's like my sister telling me so I So that's a nice good. compliment, though. Sure. Yeah, I know it was good. <laughs> You want a compliment from someone that you could potentially have a flinguini with. Yeah. If you weren't... Oh, jeepers. No, you were about to say if I wasn't married. That's right. I'm not having an affair on Carol. And I'm certainly, you know... Oh, you don't have the time or the energy. Uh, or the physique. I mean, there's <laughs> the stamina. There's a lot. Like, I need more women in my life to apologize to. No, there's... No, I'm not having an affair. I'm happy. You know what? If there was the possibility of... Having a, a relationship if you weren't married, let's put it that way. Yeah, I'd like to think that should something happen to my wife or should she come to her senses? <laughs> in either of those scenarios, would I just, is this it? Like, would I just be alone now for the rest of my life? Because well, you I, said before you, you couldn't be bothered. I, I really, I don't, not sure that I could honestly be bothered with any more. I've put a lot of effort into these last couple of women. And, and what? Yeah, no, no, it's a lot of effort. <laughs> Cheapers. It is a lot. Do you want me to sit here and lie? It is a lot of effort being in a relationship. And I tend to be attracted to... Now, don't take this the wrong way. I can't believe I should have said that about a half hour ago. (laughs) I I don't even know how to say it without sounding like an insult. I've said it to my wife, and she seems to... I don't know. I like challenging women. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like I smart, strong, strong confident. women. I, th- I yeah. think that's better than challenging. But to me, it's challenging. Like, it challenges you. Like, you you don't win every argument. You don't, you're not mm-hmm. always right, um, but sometimes you are. Or, you know, you, you're not the boss all the time. Like, I, I like you that. You have great conversations. You can Absolutely. all of those things. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's a great partnership. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, she gets stuff done that... I don't even know how she gets it done. Like we're and we're good partners in things that we do together outside of the marriage, you know, like the festival and stuff like that. So I like that. But it is, you know, I sometimes wonder what it would. I, I don't, you know, want this. But I sometimes, well, what's it like when you have like just a doorknob of a spouse? Like you just come home and she's cooked the supper for you and tells you, "Let me rub your feet while you eat that steak." You know, I can't Does imagine that, that being. No, I don't know if that happens <laughs> or vice versa, right? Yeah. Um, to me, that's just not. 
obviously that's not attractive, but the thing is, it is exhausting. Two strong personalities living together for 25 years yeah. is exhausting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it would be exhausting, though, having a partner who was not challenging. Yeah. Exhausting, boring. Exhausting. Well, I do ugh. bore easy. That's the funny thing. I bore really easy. It's, it, you know, it's the, it was the biggest appeal to being a comedian was not having to go to the same place every day or do the same thing. Or, mm-hmm. you know, that was the appeal of that is that I get bored really easily. And even in comedy, it's like, well, I don't want to play a particular type of room every weekend, send me to Iraq or, you know, I want to go do a show on a destroyer or I want to try uh, a television taping in a food court in Halifax or, you know, I, I need to be challenged all the time. And I would say, if anything, I don't know how we got here. The one thing that I would say has kept my wife and I together all this time is that we continue to challenge each other. And so it's exciting and interesting, but it would still be nice if some random woman said, I look nice. I'm sticking to that. The coat check. <laughs> oh, That's funny. I could not agree more with Andrew. I uh, love a strong partner, would not want a servant or yes lady who does not want a compliment from the opposite sex. Makes your dame pumps up your ego. Even yeah. a come on is good. That's from Michael. Um, Marfa says, as long as you feel good about yourself and what you've accomplished, the next best thing is a stranger saying, nice job, or right. you look well or nice. And again, I think I think we were just, uh, there's a difference. Yeah, everyone loves a compliment. Everyone loves to be complimented. Yeah. Let's be real. I guess, you know, maybe, and I said I wasn't going to, you know, back down on <sighs> this because I said it, that I wanted to be hit on. I in During the time that we were off air, you were like, sort of asking, what do you consider that? I think maybe it's the compliment I'm talking about. I guess, you know, as a man, you feel uh, complimented when a woman is interested in you. I don't necessarily have to be uh, hit on. Actually, I wouldn't even know what to... I'd be like a dog chasing a car. I don't know what I'd do if I caught one. Yeah, and and I think depending on where that... uh, Who's doing the hit... The hitting (laughs) on, you know, everything. You know, you know I'm married... Yeah. So you're being disrespectful to my partner now. Although that is true. Although the opposite of that, though, because as I say, men hit on Carol all the time, and it doesn't bother me. I actually find it quite entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like really. But it is disrespectful to you. Oh. It is. Okay. Even if you don't think so, it is disrespectful to you to knowingly to knowingly hit on someone. Probably who's married sure. to knowingly to to hit on. Sure, but she's not my property, right? Like she's her own person. No, so, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, it is at the end. This is, and especially if they you you know that person, right? Like that's. Oh. Well, all right. Yeah, that's no. I'm just thinking about. Yeah, that's true. A couple of them I do know quite well. Well, yeah. Think about it. Like yeah. if 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 my husband was to hit on Carol. If. I'm yeah. kidding. If my husband was to hit on Carol, yeah. that would be disrespectful to you. Yeah, no, definitely. to me. It's, I, I understand that would make a, a lot of Saturday nights awkward. That would make it very, very <laughs> awkward. Right? But yeah, everyone loves a compliment. Sure. And I love, I love giving compliments. And I think I might have told this story once. And it doesn't matter if it's to a, to a man or to a, to a woman, to a family. And I think we've done that. You know, complimented families on well-behaved children mm-hmm. or yeah, sure. that sort of stuff. But I remember there was just this beautiful older lady at the Salt Lake City Airport as we were getting on the 
flight to go to New Orleans, and she just her hair, she had beautiful hair. She was just dressed, you know, perfectly in whatever uniform it was. And I just as I walked by, and I said, "You're absolutely stunning," and just kept on going. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, anything. But you know, she looked up and she said, "Well, oh, thank you. You just made my day," and just kept on going. It's 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 nice to hear, and it's nice to 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 give. Yeah, those compliments as well. Uh, I did. I, I did tell a woman one time at a comedy show that she looked absolutely stunning tonight. You used the exact same words you just did, mm-hmm. and her husband said, "Have we got a problem here?" Yeah. I was like, "No, I don't." Well, I don't. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Speaking of problems, you want to uh, hit on this real quick, or have we run out of time? We might have run out of time, so maybe we're on the other side. All right, it's an interesting study about uh, workers and uh, how bored they are, how many <laughs> hours a week they feel they are bored at work, while at the same time uh, suggesting that they're overworked. <laughs> There's some interesting you could statistics. Be overworked and well, okay, I, I suppose guess so. you could be both. Yeah, I guess you could be overworked and bored. <laughs> bored with your work. Yeah, I suppose. But not so. bored at work. The number of things that people do, though, to fill that time is hilarious. What are you doing at work when you're bored? Come on, people. <laughs> Should be looking for a new job. Are they looking for a new job? I don't know. The, that's definitely one of them. One of the activities that people at work are doing to fill the boredom is looking for mm-hmm. another job. But some of these others, they're not only funny, but the fact that you look at them and go, yeah, I've done that. Like, have a rubber band battle with a coworker? Have you not ever done that? No. Are you kidding me? Make grocery lists and cut coupons, do crossword puzzles, <laughs> learn another language, play ping pong, doodle, <laughs> pay bills, watch TV. It goes on and on. Okay, we'll tackle that one much more when we come back. On the reminder, the show is done today at 5 o'clock. We're going right. to make way for the... Uh, City Ford, City Ford Face-Off, face-off show. show. Who We're are we t- playing tonight? Chicago, Chicago in Chicago. That's right. So we'll be doing that. We also have uh, Depeche Mode tickets to give away mm. and uh, Roger Waters tickets to give away. We'll do all of that before 5 o'clock. Stick around. Hey, it's 3.38 on the 6.30 Ched Afternoon News. Thanks for joining us on this Thursday afternoon. Again, the show will end a little bit earlier as we turn things over to the City Ford Face-Off show. Your Edmonton Oilers taking on the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. That's great. Is it Chicago? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I saw Boston Bruins in my in my mind there for a second, but Chicago uh, tonight. And nice to see if they get things moving, moving, moving. Need a win? For sure we do. Got to get off the schneid, as they say. So there's uh, an agency called Office Team. They're professionals who uh, find people work, but they do a lot of uh, studies and surveys with regard to workers. And it's just an interesting study that uh, they took a look at, asking how often an employee was bored and also asking employers how often they thought the workforce was bored. So there was a couple of interesting, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, pieces of information that came out of it because you think about, you know, managers who worry that they're going to lose individuals if they give them too much work or too much responsibility. But the survey suggests that perhaps the opposite is true. If they don't have enough responsibility or enough things to fill their day, that almost 40% of them said that they would be likely to quit their job if they were bored at work. 
40 uh, percent. Yeah, I, I can see that. I know one of the jobs that I left was because I wasn't getting to do the things that I got to do before because of cutbacks and that sort of thing. So um, doing more feature work, documentary stuff, that sort of thing. And I really love doing that. Right. And so I'm like, okay, if I can't do that anymore... It's kind of boring anymore. So I'm going to find something else that excites me. Yeah, isn't that funny? And here's the thing. Um, if you want to put a number on it, the average employee, and this is all types, white collar, blue collar, the average employee believes that they're bored 10.5 <laughs> hours per week. So that's more than a... F- wow. Yeah, 10.5 hours per week. That's more than a full day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the equivalent of 68 days a year. Um that people feel they're bored. So what they do is, and I've seen this sort of study before, where people who don't feel as though they have enough to do, but they feel that they need to do something, they fill their time in doing other things. So maybe there was a time at which an employee who um, you know, was bored, thought, you know what, I'm going to go clean out the storeroom, or I'm going to go you know, refill all the printers, or it, it seems like people are now finding ways to get lost on the internet. Um, here are, I mentioned some of the ways that people fill in their boredom. And I know mm-hmm. on our texting line, um, I got this text. When I'm bored, I get on Kijiji and <laughs> deal on stuff. I offer so low that they get mad at me. It's uh, so entertaining. Um, texting you guys was something else somebody <laughs> suggested they do to fill boredom. But listen to some of these uh, things. Clean my desk. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sort of falls in the lines of what I said was more traditional, that you try and improve something around the workplace. Act like I'm interested in the work and meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply sit and daydream. Um, a number of people said they play online games. They just minimize them when the boss walks by. Well, that's solitaire. I remember when the computers first sure, started working that? with uh, computers and everyone had solitaire on there. <laughs> yeah, and you had to... Go and click. Yeah, minimize, <laughs> minimize. Uh, watch TV or movies online, pay bills, make videos. Um, and one or two individuals said, work on the book I'm writing. And here's why it's funny... When they ask senior management Mm -hmm. of companies, um, how many of you believe that your staff have too much work to get done in the time that you allow them? 40% said that they believe that was true, that their employees were overworked, had too much responsibility, or was doing too much. And yet, as I say, this is what everyone else is saying. All these employees are saying, no, we're bored. You know, I think, um, I don't know about you, I'd rather be overworked and run off my feet than be bored every day at work. Here's the thing. There's got to be a balance. There has to be. But being bored at work is just... It's the worst. Awful. We, you kid me all the time about what time I come into work. Mm-hmm. I come into work and then I can't talk to anybody because I'm rushing to get mm-hmm. ready for the show. That's how I work. That's how I like to work. I don't want to come in at 10 o'clock in the morning and sit there for two hours before... Oh, you wouldn't be sitting there. I'd have you doing some stuff, but that's uh, okay. Well, you're not the boss of me. Uh, no. no, I'm not. <laughs> no. But you get dragged into meetings and stuff that you don't want to be at. You get into conversations that you have no use for. You just for. got yourself a nice arrangement, so enjoy it. All right. Right, I'll leave it at that. But it, but it works it, again. It works for you. That's yeah. how you work. Right. And that is uh, and and that is a uh, a good thing. But I, it's like really, you're working. You're making videos. 
at your office. I know that's crazy. Like, do you have your own office where you can close your door? Well, the thing is, technology has so changed coupons? over the Who years. Who cuts coupons? Well, you know what? You can go online and well, get all kinds of coupons. All, right? Yeah, and you can print them on the printer uh, at work, which you sort of brings up another topic, right? Which is how much are you abusing when you're doing other things at work? You're a you are actually stealing from your employer mm-hmm. because you're stealing time, right? I found this one fascinating. Me too. Uh, there was a list that came out today of the things that people are stealing from the government. And they include things, you know, as basic as a, a, a clock. $40 clock, yeah. To blackberries, people still use them, and a boat. Stolen from the federal government. Listen to these numbers. And this is as a result of these reports, you know, all this transparency and so forth. It's reported on every year. In total, Ottawa says it lost $6.8 million in property due to theft and other offenses. And that's in just the 2016-17 fiscal year. So was it stolen or was it misplaced or Or was was it it damaged? damaged? So all of it falls kind of in the same category. At the point at which they do their inventory and everybody reports, if it's there and used it's not considered mm-hmm. as part of the loss. But if it's there and damaged, not there, or nobody can find it, it goes, it, into, the it goes into the loss pile. And different departments have some crazy losses. Uh, the government's fleet uh, took a beating last year. $122,000 reported in vandalism to government vehicles. Uh, the RCMP and the Canadian Food Inspection Agency being hit the hardest. Yeah, you know what? Unfortunately, that that doesn't surprise me. I, I would see that people targeting sure. cruisers or whatever it is. Who do you think sustained the most significant accidental loss and damage totaling $12.7 million? $12.7 million. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, the Department of Nat- National uh, Defense. Oh. Um, that was as a result of two planes crashing during training missions in Alberta, Saskatchewan. Um, they had $273,000 in combat clothing that got damaged or lost. $359,000 in military equipment and $140,000 in weapons and accessories. But once again, <laughs> if the weapon just stops working, it's considered a loss. I'm going to a conference tomorrow with the commander of the Canadian Army. Yeah. <laughs> Sir. You should probably big, big that up. You mentioned Parks Canada? Yeah. Oh, they're on the list. Uh, $650,000 to repair damage from a water leak in a building. Um, in the uh, Grosse Ile National Historic yep. Site in Quebec, and 423000 due to a storm at uh, Forillon National Park on the Gaspé Peninsula. But some of that stuff, to me, that's okay. That happens if you have damaged uh, a water main break, or, you yep. know, that to me is just kind of part of operating. You know, stolen blackberries and... A snitched boat. <laughs> I know some of these, and this one will make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Mm. The public accounts also reveal that the federal government wrote off or forgave four point three billion dollars in debts and other obligations in that uh, 2016-17 fiscal year, and that was very similar to the year before. So I don't, you know, that includes $589 million in income tax interest penalties. It includes $147 million in personal income tax-related debts that were just forgiven. $273 million in waivers for business. Um, wow. Yeah, they can opt to forgive those things. If you've ever been behind on filing, you'll get 
compounded with yeah, yeah. Yeah, penalties and interest, mm-hmm. but you can go in and negotiate those and get your taxes up to date. So that's the cost, $4.3 billion. Have you ever snitched anything from work? I probably have. Over the years? I mean, I've printed stuff for personal use yeah. on our computer here, but only because I don't have a printer with mm-hmm. me. But I suppose I'm stealing well, time. Well, then I guess and, it's time and paper and ink. Yeah. I mean, pens, paper clips, like that kind of thing. But I've certainly never walked out with a fax machine or a printer or anything like that. There's too many cameras around this place. Plus, I'm on TV and... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, stuff has gone missing from around here over the years, too. Oh, abso- absolutely. Yeah. And I suspect that in, in all sorts of workplaces out there, there's things being taken yeah. on a regular basis. I mean, but the- although, again, like you said, the, the surveillance is, is much more yeah. than it was 20 years ago. You don't even know now if you lift a piece of equipment that it doesn't have a GPS alarm system mm-hmm. on it to notify mm-hmm. somebody. On our text line, though, be curious, 630-630, not you personally, of course, because we know all of our listeners are very honest, but what's the biggest or weirdest thing that ever got stolen from your workplace? Maybe the government, we tend to point the finger at the government and say they're sloppier, they're lazier, they, you know, but like I say, things have gone missing around here. Mm-hmm. I've never worked anywhere. I've, we've had trucks and trailers go missing back when I ran a trucking company. People would just borrow them, like drivers who knew how to get in the yard, they would Borrow them to move their buddy over the weekend, then not have them back on Monday morning. <laughs> you walk it. Those things are expensive. So we're talking about what uh, is being stolen uh, from the government. Uh, it was a, an article in the National Post today. Everything from uh, clocks to blackberries, even a boat. So asking you, Chadville, what's been taken from your workplace? And actually, we'd also been talking a little bit about being bored at work. Interesting text coming in at 630, 630. Uh, Zach says, I don't like to admit it, but I've read the entire Game of Thrones series at work all in the last month. <laughs> Way to go, buddy. How about this one just came in? When I was in the Navy in the early 90s, many sailors would steal food from the ship to take home. We were yeah. working for wages that were well below the poverty line in Victoria, and many could barely afford to live there, especially the lower ranks. Oh, man. Uh, worked for a dry cleaner 25 years ago. Had a $4,000 fur coat disappear off the line in the back room. Don't know what it would be worth in today's dollars. At our office, we had a nice kitchen. We all pitched in to buy some meat from a fundraiser. One of the workers was doing for their kids. A week in, we started to notice a bunch of T-bone steaks were missing from the boxes. Wow. We had four ladders go missing in a month right after we hired a new guy who was only five foot four. (laughs) And an auto shop I worked at had a car broken into. They took the seats. Hmm. All right, I haven't vetted this one yet, so if I just stop reading right okay. in the middle. Uh, I swear this is a true story. A co-worker of mine 12 years ago was fired for stealing cookie dough. The cookie dough was on display on a desk and being sold, kind of like the chocolate-covered almonds. When he was asked about it, he kept denying it. Management gave him a number of chances to admit it, but he wouldn't. Then they told him that he had been caught on camera. And then he was fired. I don't know how he didn't see the camera. It would have been literally right in front of his face. Oh, boy. Uh, From Vermilion, lots of people I worked with stole a tank of gas here and there. Those fuel cards are pretty tempting. You know, that's one that I am uh, real familiar with, working for a trucking company, because they do analytics on gas Mm -hmm. consumption. So salesmen were constantly filling up their own private vehicles, but they used the same algorithm to pop those numbers out. And you'd see salesmen that, oh, look at that. The guy just put 75 bucks worth of gas in a K car. 
<laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Hi, Ken. Hello, you two. What another beautiful Friday afternoon in uh, Lamont County. Friday. Oh, I wish it were Friday, it's buddy. A day ahead it is in Lamont. for me. Oh, nice. <laughs> Ten days are done. Nice. Oh, wow. See, I lived in McMurray for 20 years. I heard some good stories up there. Back in the boom days, the reason they put in the big security gates and everything up in uh, what they called 41B up in Syncrude is because people drive on with low boys and drive out with graders and dozers mm-hmm. with no paperwork. Um, there was a, a gentleman walking through security, and he all of a sudden he just dropped to the floor. They thought he was having a heart attack, ripped open his shirt. He had a 100-foot extension cord wrapped around his uh. Uh, torso too tight. Um, spot, check, spot check on a, on one of the diversified buses, opened up guy's lunchbox, and it was uh, filled with women's hygiene products for his wife. So imagine losing your job over something like that. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. But, uh, yeah, and then uh, watching CBC News, and they're showing the story of Newfoundland, and you see an orange pickup truck with big numbers on the side? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same crew truck. Someone got fired and drove it home. Wow, really? <laughs> I see, yep. I've certainly oh. seen that. I fired a driver at Arnold Brothers, company driver, yep. so there are trucks. It was a double team. Sad to have fired them, but I fired them. They jumped yep. in the truck and drove it to Winnipeg. Oh my gosh! Yep. And, and you phone the police and you go, can, they, they're like, "Can you describe the vehicle?" You go, "Yeah, it's red and says Arnold Brothers on the side." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else. But to you know what? About. It's uh, beer and spicy clam time. So you guys have a great weekend. Right. Great show as usual. Thanks, Thank Ken. Take you it too. easy as we uh, go to break here. Um, coworker. Stole a pallet of cigarettes. That's a lot of money, a pallet of cigarettes. And how about this one? My soul has been <laughs> stolen at work. That's fair. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.